Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And guess what, folks? It's another Monday. We have all kinds of amazing topics left, right, and center. The Game Awards is hot and upon us. And Jez Corden stoking the fires as he does on the Xbox Two podcast with Randall Thor. Um, and we had we had heard from Jez that there is going to that Xbox is going to be there in a big way. The question is, how big? And of course, I have to add a pause to that. Um, <laughs> and of course, we're going to be breaking down. Uh, we know Baldur's Gate Three is getting an announcement trailer for Xbox Series X and S at the Game Awards because Larian Studios told us so. The bigger question. Is it going to drop in the Game Pass? And, well, we'll get to that in a hot second. And, of course, of course, as expected, as I called it like I saw it in my magic crystal ball, ladies and gentlemen, the gaming media hates Call of Duty. And according to Game Rant and several others, well, guess what? It's dead. Why are you playing it? We need to move on, according to Game Rant. But we will get into all of that shenanigans, if you will. Now, I know... There is a lot of stuff breaking with OpenAI, right? Obviously, on Friday, they fired the, the founder of the company. The board actually fired the founder. There are currently 500 employees there, and those 500 employees are uh, threatening to quit unless the board resigns. Uh, that story is breaking as we speak. What I'm going to do, and that it does have something to do with gaming, but it kind of doesn't, so... What we may do is wait until the dust kind of settles and maybe talk about this with Hargeet uh, and a few, and the rest of our panel members for primetime gaming. Um, and tomorrow we have a loaded show. So I don't know if I, I, I just, we have such great topics for tomorrow. I don't know if I want to sneak that in. I kind of want to wait for the open AI situation to kind of, you know, settle the dust and to get some experts in that. You know, obviously, Everborn Saga is a big expert for that, as well as Kayasante. So I'd really like to sit down with those gentlemen, including Hargeet, and get their 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 opinion on how this is ultimately going to affect Xbox, because that's really what we're here to talk about. My, when, my, when Microsoft does, yes, I know it's part of Xbox and everything, but uh, it would be great to you know have that conversation right before Thanksgiving and, and what the ramifications of it are. But Louis is unfortunately running behind. We'll get him here hopefully before the end of the show. But let's welcome in. Web Dave, sir, how the heck are you? And now, how did Sunday's show go, by the way? Uh, it was good. Uh, we had the mag and wandering Dutch, and mm. uh, and the mag was in a rare form showing off his uh, his OnlyFans page. I mean, uh, his uh, pony. I mean, no, wait, uh, anyway, was he so wearing he was a unicorn? Uh, he, he, uh, he, he wasn't, but we, we put a lot of pictures up for him and made sure everybody saw him. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. It was a good time. It was a little great discussion, and, and Retro was uh, was on point, and uh, it, was, it was really good. And um, and of course, just 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 to let everybody know there will be a show this coming Sunday. We're gonna have Hargeet on, and who nice. knows what else. It's gonna be good. Nice. Yep, well, looking that, forward to today's show, man. Yeah, it's it, well. It's great to have you back, sir. Uh, we're going to get into it in, in a second, but let's welcome in the best place for anything and everything in the racing genre, Buzzy Belvedere, kind sir. How are you feeling this uh, bright Monday morning? I'm feeling great. Glad to be here with you guys, man. It, it it's 
like you said, with the the whole AI thing, it's uh, unfolding right before our eyes. And uh, yeah, that that's that's going to be something to keep an eye on. But you know, with the Game Awards around the corner, Xbox being there, and they're going to probably be there in a big way. It should be real interesting to see uh, if we have another like uh, unveiling of the Series X type of moment or something along those lines. But yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. <laughs> well, listen, let's let's rip this Band-Aid right off. Uh, and go right into the Game Awards. Now, uh, obviously, there is still a lot of stout uh, debate. Uh, this week's living split screen, I know I see you in there, uh, uh, Steel Rain, my brother, um, was probably one of the best shows that they've done all year. Um, him and Pong went had a lot of topics, but the specific one that I listened to as I was, you know, I, I'm, I'm the sous chef when it comes to cooking. So I'm, I'm doing all the preparing for Mrs. Boom because obviously we're hosting Thanksgiving. You know, I cut the lemons. I squeeze out the juice. That's what I was doing. So while I was doing that, while I, my car was uh, in, in the, at the dealer, um, I was listening to it and it was just phenomenal. And some of the points that they brought up uh, were so good. That I thought, because I know, obviously, Dave, you're going to be with family on Friday. Fuzzy, I don't know what your schedule is going to be, but obviously, if you're with family, it's fine. I am still doing a modified breakfast with Boom. I do have one uh, special guest, Pong Soul, will be joining me. Uh, Steel, I'll reach out to you and see if you are if you can join them. See if we can get one or two other people to, to pop on with us. Just kind of have a hangout kind of conversation on Black Friday and, you know, to keep, you know, people entertained. Because uh, we're obviously taking off for Thanksgiving, um, but you know there is. Look, I, I and I really want to kind of just reiterate this, folks. I, I don't really think that when you listen to a lot of the Xbox community, a lot of the uh, content creation community, is anyone quote unquote angry? Uh, I don't think anyone is angry because your favorite game of the year, for like for me, it's Starfield. It basically just was snubbed it just it, it it was worthy of basically it, it was it gets one nod and it's almost like a participation trophy that that's to me what it really was um and um i'm disappointed in the system um i really thought that the way pong soul and um uh steel rain kind of broke it down with getting a uh, an actual panel of professionals of uh, in the industry uh, that would elevate the Game Awards. Because the Game Awards, listen, I, like I said, it, it, I give Jeff a lot of credit for what he's done over the years to make gaming mainstream. I want that to be clear. I, I have no distaste for Jeff Keighley as a person because I don't know him personally. I'm disappointed that as a host, he kind of plays, he, he blurs the line a little bit. Um, like, for instance, some of the things I don't like. You know, he when I when I say he's stoking the fire, I mean that he's inciting. I don't think it's in even more so. It's not just conversation he's inciting. He's inciting the the, the console wars because he gets out there and he's consistently putting out there. Oh well, what game do you thought? What, what game did you think got snubbed? Or you know, could it have been better? Could we have? And then he gets out on Sunday and he puts out this tweet trying to calm this 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 raging fire that he literally started. But the constant tweets, what did you think happened? Are, are you satisfied? Uh, did the Game Awards miss something? You're asking these questions because you're you're trying to, you know, incite engagement. I, I understand engagement, folks. Like, 
I have my own YouTube channel. I have to, you know, do my own, you know, advertising. We we do the things we do to engage with the community. I don't incite console wars. I, I just don't. Like Friday's show was a bit of a if we had fun with it. A lot of people got, you know, really in their feelings about, you know, about calling the uh the PlayStation portal, you know, the potty thing. It's it, it was all fun and games. We we didn't we I you shouldn't have taken serious. Some people did, some people um subbed because of it. It's fine. Listen, it's no one wants to lose subs, but if you got upset because of that, then what, what can I tell you? Um, but we did have some laughs, and really, ultimately, that's what we're supposed to do. Like, like if so, if, if Microsoft were to do something dumb like that, you know, I'd be the first one out there giving them the business because, well, that's just what we do here. Um, so the 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 disappointment for a lot of Xbox gamers who felt that if there was going to be a year. That Microsoft, I and no one's suggesting. So that's the thing that, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of bumbling the words here because I kind of want to make sure that I express this correctly. I don't think that, or I'm not suggesting that because a Bethesda joint released and it's their first new IP in, in, in two and a half decades, and it's Todd Howard's uh, magnum opus, if you will, that it should have won every category that it was in. I'm not suggesting this year is bombastic and it is probably only rivaled by 2007 when you look at how many outstanding games on every platform even sony you can say what you want about spider-man it's a great 8.5 out of 10 that's where it is that's where it lives for me and that's fine um but nintendo had a great representation with two major ips uh xbox had a i mean they had a lot of a lot of really great games this year um, and uh, a third party was just was just ridiculous, right? Uh, so so much so that most people didn't even finish half the games that they started because there's just literally too much to play. But no one likes to see the the way. Look, the industry is skewed, folks. Okay, it it is. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a page right out of Living Split Screen, which, by the way, you should be subbed and you should listen to this week's show was phenomenal and steel rain specifically said how are we supposed to believe that if there is favoritism if there is bias in the grammys or at the oscars or at uh pick pick your your outside of gaming you know award show if there if we know for a fact that that exists there how could we, with a straight face, suggest that that does not does that that is not present in gaming? Like, think about that for a second. If you're going to turn around and you're going to be in the camp where you say, "Ah, oh, man, my, the artist A got robbed. Man, that, their album was just fantastic. I can't believe they lost to, you know, artist Z." And you're like, "Well, this there there this, there's something's afoot here, right? There's something's afoot." If if it is if it if the bias that we are insinuating exists in gaming, and we know that it does, because obviously, thanks to Pong Soul reiterating it again, Hogwarts is the perfect example of real life bias, right? These people pretended. Now, whether it's all 120 people or Jeff completely as the as the head, the producer of this show, was like this game does not get in because of this. Now, I don't know. Maybe maybe he will tell us one day. Maybe someone 
on that 120 people, 120, you know, judges will come out and be like, yeah, you know, I, 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 I didn't agree with it, but there was nothing I can do because it was started at the top and the top said, we, this, this, you, this one, this one thing, put it in the box, close the box, dig the hole, bury the box, doesn't exist, right? I don't know. I mean, if you folks know, please, by all means, let me, let me know, because I don't, I'm, but that's what it seems like. So now we come to the topic, folks. Sorry for the the long drawn out, long windedness of it. So Mrs. Boom says, you know, I love you, but you're very long winded. Listen, that's just what I do. Sorry for the Metal Gear stuff. Um, so I'm gonna go first here to Fuzzy Belvedere because there there's a lot of talk in the community about what, how does Xbox respond? Because you know what it comes down to is money, right? Like that's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. I don't think they're in a position to cut their nose off to spite their face, so to speak. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're still in third place. Now, obviously, tomorrow we're going to be talking about how adding Activision, Blizzard, and King to, uh, well, Activision per se, to Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, uh, and, and what that means for Xbox as a whole. They're actually projected, thanks to a story that comes out of the way of Jez Corden of Windows Central, that they're going to beat PlayStation in earned monies for the first time ever. Like we're going to cover that in real depth tomorrow on the Xbox Factor podcast. Mm-hmm. My question to you, Fuzzy Belvedere, is: We know that they're in third place now. We know that there's an inherent bias uh, for a multitude of reasons. Some of which is, well, there you know people in the industry are fans of PlayStation. That's their brand, so they feel a type of way, and that's great. Uh, there's others that feel uh, a, a distaste for Microsoft as a whole because they are they bought two major players in the gaming industry with Bethesda two years ago, and of course now the ABK deal that has been approved, and we know that they're hunting they're they're in, they're they're in predator mode like literally right now on the cover, so you know we don't know who else they have purchased. Maybe they've purchased six studios at this point. And they're all under a threshold that they don't have to make an announcement until, you know, 2024. And they say, hey, boom, here you go. New six six studios joined XGS. So we know that there are journalists, and I'm not going to name names because, you know, I don't know for sure. But there are certain journalists that have hedged their distaste for, um, you know, Microsoft just buying their way into becoming rubbing shoulders with PlayStation, rubbing shoulders with Apple and rubbing shoulders with Google and rubbing shoulders with steam like they this one purchase literally gets them um, up to the front line with all of these big entities mm-hmm. the question that i have for the chat and the question i have for the panel is well microsoft they're going to come up a little short this year in, in in voting um and i know that they have just as many you know uh nods as like playstation if you remove the vr and the the movies that sony has been being represented but it, it, it seems like a year they could have had a lot more. Do you, as as the head of, of Microsoft Gaming, Phil Spencer, say, you know what? We're, we're going to show up in the biggest way forward. We're, we're going to drop trailers for games that are years out. You know, they put a gear. Like, I, I'm suggesting that I think that there could be a Gears of War 6 trailer. Why not? We haven't heard anything in years from the coalition. We know that they were working on a couple of projects. One got canceled. 
One suggested that it was outside of gears, and we don't we don't know for sure. What do you think? What do you what if, if I'm giving you the reins? Here you go. I'm I'm, I'm you're you're now head <laughs> of Microsoft Gaming. <laughs> how how do you combat the distaste that has been brought to everyone's attention thanks to the gaming media? And you know if if you, we know that there are every year millions more watch this show. It goes up sometimes 1 million, sometimes it's 3 million, sometimes it's 5 million that it's gone up. That's a lot of eyeballs, but there's also a lot of normies that watch this because it's a well-publicized game show and people like award shows. Mm -hmm. How big do you go here, man? Um, It, it all depends. Like, I, I think it depends on what you focus on as far as what you show. Like, for me, I would want if the game pass family plan is something that's in the near future. Definitely do an unveiling here and letting people know, you know, some of your favorite games like call of duty and Madden and 2k, uh, you know, make it into game pass for this monthly subscription fee type of thing. Um, you know, drive that home because that's where, like you said, a lot of the normies or the, the casual gamers will watch a, a show like this more so than let's say the enthusiasts. So that would be a time to kind of grab their attention as far as your, you know, your plan moving forward to get them into the ecosystem. The other thing that you want to do is if it's a game that you're going to show, make sure it's something that you could probably launch that same day. I'm not saying you have to always do a hi-fi rush type of move, but that I think, as we saw, it didn't have enough time in the media's hands for them to nitpick until after the fact. At that point, a lot of people were praising it for the fact that they actually had hands on at the same time as the media. So it wasn't like the media could definitely, you know, take their their, you know, somewhat biased spin to it and be like, oh, this is great for an Xbox game. But, you know, if it was a, ne a Nintendo game, nobody wants to hear that at that point because everybody's playing it and enjoying it. So having something you could shadow drop possibly would be huge. Um, I don't know if they have anything in, in uh, the back pocket to do that for like this game award show, but that's something that you definitely want to, you know, put there on the table to, per se type of thing for the show. Well, can, I, can I throw, can I throw this out here to you? Because yeah. you're making, you're making great sense. So, so if, if I, if again, we're, we're going to get into it because it's actually, we're going to segue into it, but maybe Microsoft doesn't have anything first party ready to go. Like what you're saying. But I think that, and by by all means, I'm I'm making some ult some pretty big suggestions here. I feel Baldur's Gate Three is going to be the the big winner of the of the night. Uh, again, mm -hmm. folks, understand it's not it's not a game for boom, but Larian Studios has has done something. They've nurtured this game. It's been in early access for years, and the community made Baldur's Gate what it is thanks to all of the you know the constant input. And Larian Studios then took the input. And they put, you know, that work into the game. The game is phenomenal. Again, it's not for me, but I'm going to be honest with you. If in the same year that it wins Game of the Year, it wins RPG of the Year, it wins Score of the Year. Let's say, for instance, it walks away with four or five out of the seven noms, mm -hmm. right? If that's announced at the Game Awards as dropping into Game Pass day and day, that's, to me as big as you could possibly get but please continue no that that totally makes sense i mean even if they could swing even bring in like uh, a couple of years ago uh, sekiro was like the game of the year having that you know 
make its way into Game Pass or even Elden mm-hmm. Ring make its way into Game Pass. Like with the exception of ones on the opposing platform, you know, if you want to say, hey, you want a subscription service that is filled with Game of the Year candidates or, or Game of the Year winners? You know, Game Pass is for you kind of thing. So if they want to put that type of spin, yeah, it, it might come across as uh, throwing some shade to some extent. But I, I think that would make perfect sense as far as attracting the the casual player or or gamer that might be watching the show and then see that, that uh, you know, Game of the Year award. And then they're like, well, should I spend 60 or 50 or whatever and play this on PC or my PS5? Or, oh, wait, I could spend, you know, $16 and get it, you know, access for for the one month or you know just do the reoccurring thing and 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 have unlimited access to you know hundreds of other games i i think that's a good move or would be a good move for them to make but i i also think there at some point there's going to be one of two hardware paths that they probably should lean a little more into whether it's a you know let let and this is i don't have any inside info but let's just say for example um you know you know how there's accessories that are designed for Xbox or something like that with like mm-hmm. the the B&O headset. Let's say the uh, uh, the the what do you call it? The Steam Deck OLED is is one of those items where they have their own version, and you can order it today. And maybe it you know if you already have a Game Pass subscription, you save an extra fifty bucks or something to that effect, or whatever the case may be. I think having something like that, or I, I know they they said that they aren't interested in doing a pro model because, in all honesty, the Series X is kind of like a, a mid-gen refresh, but it was that launch type of deal. Um, if they have their their refresh console, the one that was kind of like more of that that uh, cylinder uh, shape one, maybe they show that, and maybe it's you know since it's discless, maybe it's a little more than a hundred dollars off of the current Series X price type of thing, but. Whatever the case may be, I think either showing, you know, some hardware, definitely focusing on like the Game Pass and what's newly coming to Game Pass and maybe a, uh, you know, a, a shadow drop type of thing. I think any of those things will help take away maybe some of the sting of the conversation of why Xbox didn't have a stronger showing as far as awards or nominations. Uh, in comparison, I think at that point it would be more about, oh, did you see that, you know, they have this in Game Pass or that they're releasing this hardware just in time for the holidays and things along those lines. And it kind of changes the old, the overall perspective and people are more focused on what they might be putting under the tree or in the stocking or or however they acquire things for the holidays type of deal. But uh, I, I think that would be probably one of the better approaches for them to take just short of shunning them or shunning the media. I mean, that, that's really not going to get them anywhere. I would say, if anything, being more inclusive as far as like whether it's smaller uh, publications and things like that, I think would be a, a good way to focus some of your your future endeavors as far as early access or or like first, uh, you know, first hands on as opposed to necessarily your IGNs and things like that. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how they move. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be very interesting because we know that. Thanks to Phil Spencer in, and during that interview where he said, hey, listen, you know, we we are in a position now. And obviously, Matt Booty got, got some backlash for it when he, when they said this in 2022, that we we literally have so many games that we just don't know where to, to put everybody. Right. And I, that unfortunately, 2022 wasn't the greatest of years because it was a year that they they had, uh, you know, practically nothing. Um, they released four games and they were. They didn't even 
you know, they 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 were not what they expected because everything got canceled. All right. I went back and forth with uh Paul Tassi on that. because uh, Paul Tassi is, you know, again, I like Paul. I like his work uh, a lot, actually. Um, and uh we kind of I don't want to say we went back and forth. Uh we didn't. We we weren't arguing with each other. He had put out a tweet uh saying that uh, you know, it's 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 maybe it's a, it's an Xbox the you know, quality problem why they 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 had no representation this year in the game awards because uh you know it, during dice in 2022 they didn't have any representation either and it started out with the dice the dice nods um and i said well i i said well paul I, I think that's an incredibly unfair you know comparison because they had no games in in in, in uh in 2022 the only first party game was pentiment and we heard what josh shory had to say about that the game you know didn't make it in time for the game awards because it didn't it the, the, you know the cutoff date you know the cutoff date really doesn't exist it's just a number so at the end of the day you know he he didn't see, he didn't take the time to read my whole tweet because i went and i looked at everything that was uh was a, that was acknowledged it was acknowledged in many other places just not the game awards so he's like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't read the thing. I'm like, no, that's cool, Paul. You know, there's no harm, no foul. We're not, we're not looking for. I never attend, intended to look for an argument. I don't want to fight with anybody. I just want to have a conversation. Um, and we're at we're at a crossroad here, uh, Fuzz Belvedere, because we know, thanks to Phil Spencer, uh, that for the next three years, uh, they have lined up. Uh, four blockbuster title, four AAA blockbusters. Those are his words, not mine, folks. Uh, per per year, which equals out to one AAA banger per quarter. Um, now, what 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 does that list look like? Well, I mean, we know a lot that's coming out. Uh, we know a lot that's coming out next year. We know that we're getting a new Call of Duty. Potentially, it's going to be the new. Uh, it's going to be the sequel to Black Ops. I think it's going to be in the. It's going to it's going to encompass the Gulf War. Right, that's the rumor. Right, that's one. Um, you're obviously going to have uh, Avowed, and you're going to have Hellblade. That's three. Towerborn is the fourth. Now, Towerborn it's not first party, but it's a, it, it's an exclusively developed game for Xbox. That's not coming to anyone else. Um, and that's your four. Now, I'm I'm in the camp that we could see an Exiles game uh, released next year. Some people disagree with me. Some people agree with me. You know, it's fine. But what we, I, I tell you what we don't, we, what we do know for a fact, and it was, it's been running rampant since Saturday, that Wolverine is not expected until holiday of 2025 at the earliest. That, that's, that has been, con, uh, well, confirmed by numerous sources. Uh, so what that says is that Sony for next year, well, I mean, listen, I saw people joking about it, and, I, and I'm not really, I'm kind of seriously joking. The Last of Us remake, part, uh, Last, Re, Last of Us Part 2 remake, mm-hmm. game of the year. It, it's, it's, it's already gotten in there. The game's not even out. That, that's hey, RE got that nod this year, so why couldn't that? Why, 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 why quit there? Yeah, so we, we know. So you're also, you're also going to get the Horizon Zero Dawn uh, remake for the PlayStation 5. Don't be surprised if that's not in there as well. Um, it's just, listen, it is what it is. I, I think that Microsoft just has to accept that they're just not going to be given the same fair playing field at the game awards, no matter what they do. And even if next year 
Senya was a nine out of ten, and uh, and and uh, avowed is a nine out of ten, and Towerborn is a ten out of ten, and Call of Duty is the greatest thing since sliced bread. It, it's they're just not going to get the same kind of uh, con- uh, conversation uh, until they are just hitting so they're literally hitting so hard ports that they're just they you cannot ignore them. Um, so I expect the 2024 Game Awards to be exactly like the Game Awards for 2023. They'll get some nominations. They'll have people trying to defend, well, Microsoft needs to show up better. They need to be put better games out there. In regards to this show, though, I kind of wonder if they are forced into kind of tipping their hand a bit, say, oh, you want to see what we have? Is, is that what this is about? Uh, so, Dave, I want to bring you in on the conversation. But before I do, I want to catch up on a couple of the Super Chats that have popped in here. First of all, Scott Woodford drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, Microsoft just add OpenAI founder. Wonder if he will help with AI in games. There's there's no doubt that that is what is going to happen at some point. Obviously, AI for Microsoft is incredibly important. They are leading uh, everyone around the world in, uh, you know, with this company in OpenAI, which the, I don't know how long the company is going to be, you know, a thing anymore because they they're losing. Everybody was like, this this guy is is great. The board fired him, and people were like rioting in the streets for the company. So don't be surprised if this company takes a dump, uh, and uh, the board then goes with it, and then all those employees come and become Microsoft employees, and well, there you go. Uh, boss, boss mod, lead the papa. Shout out to you, brother. He's been a channel member for 50 freaking months. That is insane, dude. I'm glad they arrived, brother. We'll talk. Uh, and drawn TJ, generous friend of the program, drops a two dollar super chat and says, Bundle the series S or X with LG OLED or Samsung OLED. They they used to do that. I mean, they have a couple of bundles right now, like the series X is a hundred dollars off. Um, and the series S uh comes with, I think it's like. 278 and i think it comes with three months of xbox game pass uh which is great for the 512 the the old school white one um so there's going to be deals all over the place uh they're like i said this year they're going to sell some consoles um but ultimately it's you're going to see the change happen the minute the next call of duty whatever that's going to be is not going to be advertised by sony it's just not. And Sony, and they know that. Um, it's going to be a much different conversation uh, this time next year, whether or not the Game Awards actually gives uh, you know, Microsoft or specifically Xbox their flowers. I, folks, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I, I don't have any faith in the system, at least not the system that Jeff Keighley has made. It's flawed. It's broken. Um, I don't know how these people are picked. Um, I know that when you have Metro UK doing a review for something like Hi-Fi Rush, which by all means is got its five, it got five knots, and that's great for that team. But by it, it should have run the gambit. It, it's an amazing original title with a soundtrack that's killer. It's got endearing characters. It's got a great story. It looks beautiful. It was one of the most perfect games ever. I think in, in many many years released with practically no bugs. Um, So when you have Metro UK saying that we would love to give this a higher score, 
but we can't because unfortunately Microsoft has not put out enough first party games. So we're going to detract from it. Now I'm saying that, but that's folks, that's what was in the review. I'm not making that up. Go look for it. Um, so my, my whole point here is how can that entity in Metro UK, which is a complete rubbish of a, of a, of a newspaper or a gaming gaming site have a say on the and and be a part of that 120 entities that vote on these things like see that to me is weird they have an inherent bias they they do they one company is not judged the same way i mean it's it's we we've we we heard larry herb say that, that we know that nintendo and and playstation are unfortunately have a different you know yardstick than we do he said that you know, I, I know it's an old interview, but that's what how they feel then, and I'm sure they, that's how they feel now. Dave, my question to you is: Do you shove it down their throat? Do you go to the game awards and you and you're like, you know what? We're gonna make them love us because we're gonna have so many great titles, and that we're gonna have so many things going, and the other competitors are just not. And again, I'm really kind of removing Nintendo because not that they're uh, not a competitor, uh, Dave. They have a new console coming out next year and probably a new 3D Mario, which is going to be in the game of the year running again. But Nintendo has always done their own thing. I'm just talking exclusively when it comes to PlayStation, because mm-hmm. even some of these these journalists look at Nintendo as a kid's toy rather than an actual competitor. Mm-hmm. Well, how, how do you approach this these game awards? Well... I think I said a little bit the other day uh, on your show that uh, I think what they need to do uh, is to absolutely saturate uh, the game awards. I mean, every break should be a, a an ad for Game Pass, literally, and not only that, but a deep dive uh, commercials into explaining how Game Pass works and how it benefits you, the consumer how much money you save and some of the amazing content that's in there. Hundreds and hundreds of games available with new ones added every month and just show that. And then maybe even during that, if they've, because you know, they got things in the works already and they they said they weren't going to announce some things till next year, but maybe even drop the bomb and say, you know, Oh, and by the way, starting in January, every call of duty game ever made will be available in game pass. At no extra cost, just you know, just that kind of and that kind of bombshell like that would be like, holy crap, that would really, um, it would really hit home and and it push push it so hard, man. I mean, push everything. And if you got other big stuff coming, and let everybody know, uh, you know, where you can get Call of Duty, where you can you know can get the uh, uh, all these other great games, and 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 if you got some kind of inkling as to as to as to things that they're working on with maybe StarCraft. Do a little tease just to get the, oh, my God. Can you imagine? Even if they just, you know, coming and. Dude, know, they could pull a Nintendo. Remember when Nintendo threw up the uh, Metroid 4 uh, uh, yes. Metro, Metroid 4 Prime logo? And, and just it was like, the logo. Uh, they won. They won E3. Oh, my God. Pack it in. I don't care yep. what else. Anybody, right? If they, yeah. I put it to this way. You see, you're onto something here. Oh, man. You're talking about uh, about, about taking a beloved IP that people have been asking for. Mm-hmm. for years to yep. come back and you just throw a start i mean I, I, even if it's a remake of the of, of like like two or one of the original ones 
coming yeah. to PC, coming to Xbox, launching. They have a new a new mobile version. You put that out there, yeah. even if it's years away. Yeah, and they don't they don't even have to be really, really specific. Just that StarCraft is coming to Game Pass. Hold on to your horses. I mean, or something, you know, just anything like that. And 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 then and, and you said this before, and I. I guarantee you, I, we know in our hearts that it's in the works that there's going to be some kind of Game Pass mobile. They need to start flushing that out, dropping that in. I would love, and I don't know if they're going to do it, but they've done their testing on Game Pass Family. It's time for them to absolutely unleash, especially at the holidays. Can you imagine right there at the Game Awards? Oh, by the way, starting today, Game Pass Family is available. Great for the holiday gift-giving you know, give Game Pass all year. When you know, give your the options of all these great games coming, and save yourself a lot of money. I mean, there could be just so much stuff that they could do to you know get the whole family involved. All of you play games, blah blah blah. And what it includes is this, 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 and this. You know, Game Pass PC, mobile, all that. I mean, it's just that. That's my 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 thing that I think they should do is just absolutely throw the kitchen sink at the at the award show if they've got. Even if it's just you know some stuff that we know is is maybe coming out, um, but yeah, and or, or and if there if there's already uh, they've got in mind that there's going to be some kind of, um, I guess uh, was it programmers direct? Um, that you mean developers year? direct? Developers yes. direct. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Even tease you know, hey, coming in January, look for you know this 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 at the gamers direct, or just you know or deep in dive and you know, just. Just let them just and and hell, even if there's if they've got some of these studios they've already purchased, you know, maybe even Phil come out there and be like, oh, I know this is normally where we where we would do this, but oh by the way, you know, we now have blah 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 and all this you know, different studios and just name off a bunch of them and just you know you know we're in gaming to stay, we're in the gaming you know for you because we're gamers too or some shit like that. Just to there's so much stuff that they could do. Or or well, be, I mean. You know, one of the things that jumped yeah, yeah continue dave good the last thing i'll say is wouldn't it be nice if they were like oh by the way we paid for the marketing rights for uh grand theft auto 6 Enjoy. I mean, that, well I, I i think it was already debunked that they were going to show the trailer there i, th- I think rockstar right. actually came out and said that we are they're not showing which is i i don't know if that's i mean again maybe that's maybe they think they're big enough they don't need it um, I well, I don't think that they need it to be right. honest with you. I, I honestly, I don't think that they need it. I think that Jeff would have loved it there mm-hmm. because it would have been the 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 show that would have broke numbers left, right, and center. My thinking, and again, this is a bit of a sidebar here. Um, the fact that Grand Theft Auto is not going to be at the Game Awards, it's one of two things: either Rockstar and specifically Take Two, they're just so big that they're going to do their own thing, or there's an announcement coming from Microsoft that they're going to do another partners um, presentation mm-hmm. and maybe they show the trailer as being marketed by Xbox. Like I said, folks, you know, my feelings, I, I, I spent almost an hour with uh, like sometime one of the shows last week that that is to me, I understand it's going to cost a lot of money, probably about a half a billion dollars for that marketing. But I'm here to tell you that from a businessman, and I don't have a degree, folks, so by all means, if I sound like an idiot, please, you know, you shout me out. I, I, I just saying that if you if we're talking about mindshare, right, 
Mm-hmm. Sony is the market leader today. That is not going to be the case. And I told you, I, I'm very serious about this. I gave them a 12-month window. The, uh, the doomsday clock for PlayStation in first place is over, folks. Mm-hmm. And it's actually happening sooner than I originally predicted because they, with the new story from Jez Corden that we will break down tomorrow, Microsoft, uh, Xbox is actually going to make more money than PlayStation for the first time ever, right? That's like a that's like a thing, mm-hmm. folks. So, if you're winning now with that, if you if you are leapfrogging Sony in in, in made monies, and that means of course everything that's Game Pass, that's console sales, that's video, you know, that sales digitally and physically. If you are leapfrogging them now with what you have out this year can you imagine folks that the year that call of duty comes out which is from what we understand is not going to be next year it's going to be 2025 which Mm -hmm. gives it another two years but just think for a second in a year that we might see a new call of duty on a any box that they put out there it's going to have call of duty Whatever the hot Xbox first party title is, maybe it's Master Chief, maybe it's Doom, maybe it's Senua, whatever. And then on the third panel, it's it's Grand Theft Auto. You are going to immediately turn and shift the normies' heads from PlayStation to Xbox because mm-hmm. they have no loyalty. They could care less about the console wars. We are in the trenches. They're just, I, I'm, I'm not even being insulting. They're, they're, they're casuals for a reason, folks. And they will go where their money is more valuable to them. And right now, that is Xbox Game Pass. And when you can put, you know, on front on the on, on the on your header that you have Call of Duty, you have Grand Theft Auto, people are going to move over in droves, man. And and, and this this isn't an investment that again, no one no one that's calling these like uh, Amy Hood is not listening to this this podcast. But if she were, that that would be my pitch. You understand the power of. Grand Theft Auto. If you understand that power, uh, you understood you you understood that power for Call of Duty, which is why you bought Activision. Mm-hmm. Well, then you're not going to buy Take Two. We are we're well aware of that, but right. get the marketing for something like Grand Theft Auto. And now what you have done is, and, and this might be disrespectful for some, PlayStation at that point does not exist because they have nothing coming out in 2024, from what we understand. And 2025, yes, Wolverine is going to be phenomenal. There's no doubt about it. But if they're not ready to go with like a Last of Us 3 or a Horizon 3 mm-hmm. or a follow-up to God of War, what, what, what are they What are they going to challenge a marketing deal, a new Call of Duty, and three other AAA, you know, bangers? It's it's not looking good for Sony, folks. And, it you know, it's just, it's just not. Hey, boom. Um, sir. Um, there was one of the, uh, the thing that you were, you were you guys were talking about just a second ago, which was like uh, all the games that are coming out f- that we know of mm-hmm. uh, for Microsoft in 2024. And no, Dron TJ and a bunch of others threw it up in the chat that it's uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator 24. I f- yeah, that's I saw another that. One yeah, that first I forgot about that. Thanks, Dron TJ and whoever en- and yeah. made, uh, made mention of that. That's a, that's a big I, one. Flight and, Simulator's a and big And I guarantee game. you, Boom, there's probably going to be some kind of surprise throughout the year. No, mm-hmm. It won't necessarily be a a shadow drop, but it'll be something that like, you know, be one of those classic type Bethesda type drops. It'll be like, you know, oh, and by the way, this is coming out in three months 
and it's ready to go and pre-order now. I'm like, what? I mean, potential. I yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, is uh, Jason Max says Call, Call of Duty Black Ops Go for 2024 and Game Pass. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a, it basically oh a non deal. Uh, that's going to yes. be a big. That's going to be big. Uh, let me catch up on the super chats before we move on to the other. So we have here uh, Gerald Mapp, generous friend of the program, drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, I believe Microsoft has gotten over it. Shown, shown by the moves they're making, it's the community that has the problem with letting it go. I mean, you're not wrong. And I think that, um, see, my, my, my take is this. Um, and and I, I know that there are a lot of people that are trying to poke fun at Xbox gamers that, you know, there are a couple of big, big, big YouTubers that, you know, like throwing like, you know, like the crooked hats with Xbox fans crying. I don't think I saw any of the prominent Xbox community like, crying over it i think what you got was people were just disappointed because once again even when microsoft is hitting on all cylinders they're still left behind the velvet rope and it's it's unfortunate it's unfair it's it's and then we can i don't want to really go down this path this this road again because i just did it before the bias is there. Whether you choose to believe that it's there, that's up to you. I'm not here to try to sell you a bill, a bill of goods. I have my opinion, and if yours differs, that is awesome. You're welcome here. As long as you're not a, an effing troll, you can hang around and you can have these opinions because no one's going to fight you on it because they're your opinions. Just don't be a D about it. And, and, and that goes for the Xbox players. Don't be a D about it. Don't, don't, don't act a fool. Because we don't tolerate that, that that kind of behavior here in this house. Um, the Robots Win, which is an amazing name, has become a new channel member. Thank you, kind sir. That's awesome of you. Homeless Bird, who's been a channel member for a month, says this. Boom. Halo question. Did you change any of your sensitivity set settings? Despite my lack of skill, Halo has been a blast. Happy gaming panel. And chat. Well, happy gaming to you, brother. Uh, no, I did not, but I do I will not use a regular controller. I do use an elite, and I do have the my my half pull triggers, um, which are godsend when you're playing Halo because it's incredibly fast. Um, and uh I, I am gonna say that the new TV that we got, the, the new Samsung, wow. I mean, folks, uh, this this is old gameplay, so it, it's not represented here. I, I, you know, I, I, I did like that. Check the stats. The VRR is on. The, the, the 120 frames are on, and the, the HDR uh, 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 10 plus is on. I honestly couldn't believe my eyes. I like because I've never had an OLED. I had a QLED, I, but I was like, what have I been missing? And all I've been playing is Halo, which is crazy because I want to play Hogwarts and I want to. Oh, and by the way, I'm about to roll credits on Starfield. I finally got to the end and. Uh, that game has sucked me back in, nice. man. Jeez, what a great game! Jesus Christmas. Um, so listen, real quick, let's um, let's kind of segue, gentlemen. First of all, I want to welcome in 630 plus people here. That is amazing. If you are finding this channel, folks, for the first time, we are 312 subscribers away from 14k. Can we do it before the end of the year? I hope so. I, I was we were hoping for 15k. But we'll settle, we'll settle in on maybe 14 and some change by the end of the year. Uh, again, if you're finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. I do this five days a week. This week's a little bit of an off-putting week because obviously we have the holiday. 
uh, which I'm going to enjoy. And of course, while everyone's is recovering from Thanksgiving and eating too much, because I know I'm going to, um, I there will be a breakfast at Boom. I already have one person joining us in Pong Soul. Uh, and I'll add a couple of others. So we kind of just kind of have a nice chill stream, kind of keep the conversation going, see if anyone got any Black Friday deals. Um, but I, I want to segue, ladies and germs, into the uh, the fact that we know Boldar's Gate 3 got a ton of noms, right? And it's well-deserving of it. Again, not for me, but I'm going to tell you this right now. If it goes in the Game Pass, like I'm thinking it's going to go in the Game Pass. Because it makes sense. It makes perfect sense to get it in there. I am going to I'm going to try it. I'm definitely going to give it the old college effort. Again, as you can see by by the charm hanging from my uh my gun in Halo, I'm a DD kid. I have been my whole life. I played the pen and paper game for years. I haven't played it in a while. Uh, I jumped into match gathering with with you know if you, that's a card game if you don't know and I I still I still I don't play anymore but I still have my decks it's just phenomenal um, so I've always been a D and D kid um, and I know that this is you know you're rolling dice and you know it's I've never played a CRPG it's just not my bag so I'm gonna I will give it a shot but my question to you Fuzzy is okay so in my opinion Xbox according to the media is limping into the game awards. And that may or may not be true. That depends on you personally. I think that they are marching in there, head held high, because they did a lot for their fans this year. Game Pass is worth its weight in gold. First Party has delivered on all fronts. Yes, uh, Redfall was 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 a bit of the outlier, if you will. And you know, again, I I put eighty hours into it, and it doesn't mean that it wasn't broken or it wasn't it didn't have problems. Sure, it had a ton of problems, but I still had fun with it. So for me, it's a winner, winner, chicken dinner kind of situation. I think that if you want to really kind of put your stamp on the game awards, yes, you do show up with a couple of uh, bombastic trailers, some of which we've seen. Like I think, I think Senua needs to, the story of Senua needs to be closed out. You know, the game was announced with the Series X. Then we got, you know, the, 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 was some gameplay, most most just in-game movie, in-game graphics. I'd like to see the trifecta. I'd like to see them release, um, you know, maybe two minutes of combat. Mm-hmm. I get some actual combat and then give us a date for the developers direct in January. Right. Yeah. And that's how you close out her saga at the Game Awards. But with that, along with potential, some you know, maybe, maybe we get a Gear Six trailer. Maybe we do. I don't know. But if we, whether we do, or we don't. I think that if you if you show up at the Game Awards, showing your wares, and we know that they have a lot baking, man. They have a lot baking. There's no doubt about it. But you can then take what is expected to be the game of the year, RPG of the year. Larian Studios delivers in the best way possible, and that game drops into Xbox Game Pass. I I I think it's it it is it's an exclamation point, and and, and I'm not going to curse, but it's a big f you to the gaming media, in my opinion. Yeah, I like I I would like to see like you said like a Hellblade two trailer as far as the combat and at the end of it, you know, lead into what the date would be for the, the developer direct. But I, I think another way to kind of, you know, 
give them the middle finger to some extent is show off. Uh, I believe it's nickname or code name Overdose, uh, which is mm-hmm. the game from Kojima. That's his best friend. That's you know, a dude. That's so, a, so yeah, that's a, I didn't even think to, about that. That's genius. Show that game there. Don't even tell uh, Keely that that's the one that's being shown. Ah, Just show it. Kojima's um, yeah, well, I, I, we know that Phil's going to be there, and it would oh, be yeah. pretty fitting for Phil to walk out on stage with Kojima. It, it, that's dude, man. You should work for marketing, brother. Somebody hired this bald man. This is, this, this, this is beautiful. <laughs> no, but I, I, I think that's like for the game awards for what they are. I think that that would be a memorable moment, and I think yeah. that's a way to say, okay, you want to ignore us? Well, you can't ignore us from this point forward. Uh, have Kojima's oh, wow. game being shown there. I'm I'm under the gut impression that we'll probably see Death Stranding. So he's going to be in the neighborhood. So we'll, we'll see Death Stranding mm-hmm. too. What better way to show that maybe this is the better Kojima game than to have the overdose mm-hmm. uh, shown that same night. So mm, I, I, I think oh that's, that's something to definitely kind of get some conversations going. Um, but as, as far as like Hellblade, like I, I honestly think we do get to see something of it. I would love to see something about Perfect Dark, but if it's not ready, it's not ready. Uh, but as far as Hellblade, just show that not e- not even like I guess thirty seconds of the combat, and then go into more detail as far as the combat in the de- uh, developer direct that you know in January or February or whatever. And I, I think that's that's a good way to kind of end the showing of uh, Hellblade there, and then hopefully the next time uh, Hellblade 2 makes an appearance at the Game Awards, it's nominated for Game of the Year, you know, for 2024, but um, those are going to be some key things that I hope that they do show off as far as uh, game trailers that they have in the works, but there's just so many things, like no one's really talked about Contraband in a while. I know Aura is one of those games that's PC- uh, only release first and then first, it'll come yeah. to console. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't heard about Project Mara in a while. We haven't heard about, um, oh man, it just slipped my mind. <laughs> but um, like, the, what is it? The iOS Interact or IO Interactives game that they're working with. with oh, Project uh, Dragon? Yeah. I mean, we could, it, maybe it is the 007 game. I don't know. But I, I could have sworn the, uh, Project Dragon was supposed to be more fantasy realm or or like high fantasy type of game but that that game is i to my understanding been in development for a couple of years already contraband has definitely been in development for a couple of years already we kind of also forgot about the fighting game uh the Wu was it uh the wu-tang Wu, clan um, well the wu-tang clan game yeah, that's, another that, one, yeah. that's in the works so uh, th- there's i mean yeah it may not be something that would be considered you know game of the year nomination worthy, but it would definitely spark a conversation because I don't care what age group you're in. You probably have heard of Wu-Tang Clan mm-hmm. and have at least enjoyed a couple of the songs. And if you have a fighting game that kind of harkens to either like the, uh, the old Def uh, Jam fighting games or even oh, like a, a fight night type game, I, I think that would be enough of a, a surprise from less feel kind of thing to kind of get people talking. But uh, yeah, it, it Definitely lead Hellblade into the the Dev Direct type of deal for next month. Which, if that becomes the norm, that the beginning of the year we can expect to see, you know, what might be the first half of the upcoming year. Great, but uh, it, it's it's definitely going to be interesting next year when, you know, possibly Avowed is released and and like people had made mention, you know, Flight Sim twenty twenty four is definitely going to be in that sim category or sim sports or whatever <laughs> they tend to merge everything into. But uh, 
yeah, that, that, that should be a pretty decent one as well. But uh, yeah, I, I, for, for the most part between the emails we've seen from the court cases and we, we know Phil is a, a shrewd businessman with the, the, the price cutting he did with the negotiation for ABK. We, we already know that, you know, Sarah Bond is is a great negotiator as well. Working you with mean the great white shark, and, uh, Sarah Bond? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and and working with a lot of those dev teams in the East, which that's another thing. We might even see some of the fruits of that labor as well as far as some of the dev teams that they've been working with uh, in the East as far as bringing that to Xbox. And uh, a lot of surprises are in the works as far as whether it's uh, game studios in Korea or game studios and new game studios in Japan. I, I think there's something that we'll probably get to see soon. Uh, we all know about Wukong, uh, Black mm-hmm. Myth, Wukong coming to PC, I guess, next year. Uh, it'd be nice if it comes to Xbox, you know, side by side. Uh, we just got an update on uh, the Armor Reforger, which is like, you know, ar- everybody's kind of waiting for, I guess it's Armor 4. And this is like the predecessor kind of test model that, I guess we can now get more of the mods than we could before. It was kind of like in um, early access prior, but now I guess it's more of a, I wouldn't say finished product, but a moddable product that some of the PC mods will be available on console as well. So seeing how that goes for anybody that's into like, you know, uh, war Sims or, or, you know, a more less of a call of duty approach to, to uh, first person shooters and things like that. But uh, yeah, they, they got a lot of stuff that they could probably unpack and, and, you know, make the focal point of the award show. I mean, we all know Baldur's gate is going to be big. Having that come to game pass would be a huge announcement. Um, but as far as the overall, I, I, I think outside of Baldur's gate shine, you know, Xbox will probably be the next biggest talking point you know, Baldur's Gate walking away with at least four four uh, awards. Yeah. Xbox with you know upcoming you know hardware games, game trailers, uh, you know dev directs, uh, possibly a shadow drop or whatever the case may be. Things like that, I think, will will definitely you know change the conversation a good bit. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I like I said, I, I think that they literally are so loaded that uh, there's going to come a point where. Uh, you 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 you're not going to be able to deny that they are they are there, you know, in the same space as a Nintendo or uh, or PlayStation. I think that you know this, like I said, I, for me, I don't know how much it would cost to get this game in um, because obviously this would have been uh, decided well before they were getting all these nods. But I think Microsoft, I think Phil Spencer knew that this is one of those games that was going to be nominated potentially uh, upwards of uh, double-digit times, which it almost was, and win a, a, a significant amount of those awards. If they can, uh, So, you know, obviously, if you're reading the room, and I know Phil knows how to read the room very well, you look at that and you say, yeah, you know something? Um, the big story was Baldur's Gate had to skip Xbox because of the Series S. And then we learned... All of those weeks later, where they were working hard to get this game out in December, that uh, it was because of Little Man that they were going to bring advancements to Series X and, and PS5 as well as PC. Right? They learned how to that, that that this overhead existed in there. 
and they're going to make the game even better. Thanks to, of course, the potato, which everyone was like, oh, no, it's a potato. It shouldn't exist. Well, you know, congratulations. Your, your Bulldogs Gate 3 experience is going to get better because of the potato. Right. So there you go. Um, but I think that for talking points, if you want to be a part of the ongoing conversation, besides, you know, something like High Five Rush walking away with a couple of awards, which I think it's going to win. Um, obviously, you don't know the sports racing thing. You, you'd like to believe Motorsport is going to win that because it is the best game that's in there. But, you know, again, this is a popularity contest and not really on merit. Um, uh, and, and you know, a few of the other categories that they were announced, that they were, maybe, maybe they walk away with half. Maybe out of the 10, they walk away with five. Uh, but again, it, it, in that same conversation of how did Xbox do for you as a, as a, as a platform fan, you get you walk away with five uh, awards, right? Which is great. You know, you get half. You you walk away with half of the of, of of the awards. You know, versus the ten noms. On top of that, you got an announcement of some games that we knew were in the in the pipeline. Some that we didn't. You get a couple of surprises there, and and the cherry on top of the banana boat Sunday for everyone is the fact that Boulder's Gate Three. Game of the year, Boulders Gate 3. RPG of the year, Boulders Gate 3 in Xbox Game Pass today. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe it's ready to rock and roll on December 5th. I don't know. They said December. I don't know how, you know, I mean, is it December 5th? Is it December 25th? Maybe this is the Christmas gift that we all wanted that we didn't know we actually wanted. Listen, I don't know. But I think that for the talking, if you want mind share, and that's what this is all about, right? This is what business is all about. Getting the people talking about your platform, and Dave, you're you're our business guy here. Is there an importance to get Boulders Gates into um into in, into Xbox Game Pass at the Game Awards announced? Whether it's dropped there or a week later, it doesn't matter. The the, the announcement itself that the Game of the Year Boulders Gate Three is dropping in the Game Pass. When Sony players who said they were going to support this because you know they're, they're all about supporting the dev, right? That's that's their mm-hmm. that's their tagline, and they didn't. Obviously, it sold terrible on, on PlayStation. More, they're going to get people like myself to potentially uh, play the game because I wouldn't buy it because it's just not a game that I would play. But if it's in mm-hmm. Game Pass, I give it the old college effort, and if I don't like it, okay, I delete it off the hard drive. No harm, no foul. What do you think about this, Mike? Well, I think it would be a, a very smart move if if Phil was able to do that. I mean that that conversation that Phil had, obviously to to get the team in there to to figure stuff out, and then the revelation that after they were in there, they were like, "Oh my gosh, this is we didn't you know we didn't know you did it this way, and it makes it that much better," which kind of opens it up to other games in the future taking advantage of the hardware. That that's available to them that most people just didn't use, you know, which was the was the, uh, I guess the DirectX um, eleven, twelve, whatever, whatever, whichever one it was. Some of the features of it that'll DirectX make it 12. easier, yeah, as well. That'll make it easier and give them more room to put in, you know, higher frame rates, better graphics, better stuff. And it's like since that's kind of been unlocked, even though apparently it was there, it's just people just didn't for whatever reason. Some of the developers didn't quite get it. Microsoft showed them. Well, this is what you need to do, and then they, they did a test on it, and they're like, "Holy crap, it's going to be great!" So the big thing is that there's a lot of, and I'm not saying, look, I'm, I'm, you, me, fuzzy, we all have playstations, love the games, love the games on there. 
but it's the the quote unquote fanboys that don't get it and that are so anti everything else that you know they were they were just like you know well it's exclusive for the PlayStation never was going to be exclusive never was had a little thing but doesn't that make it exclusive if it's not on this console well yeah wait till they you know it, 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 at the award show and if it, it probably it's going to win some awards if it wins the big one good on them especially if they're oh by the way it's coming to Game Pass whatever you know December 31st or whatever or December 25th or whatever day they want to put it in or right now you know it's you know as soon as you leave the show by the way it's in it's in Game Pass available for you to download if you're a subscriber to to Game Pass you'll you'll get full access to the game on PC console blah blah all this kind of stuff that would absolutely I put it this way. Microsoft has the opportunity with this and with other games we've talked about in the game pass discussion to turn around the narrative of, of, you know, Oh, Microsoft didn't get, you know, game of the year nomination, but by the end of the show, they have the, the possibility to make the award show. Everybody talks about is going to be what Microsoft had at the award show. And if they do it right, That'll be a big win because all these eyes on it. Everybody's like, you know, oh, they have nothing last year. They have nothing last year. And all these millions of people watching the show. And if Microsoft takes full advantage of it this year, dude, that is financially the smartest thing that they can do. Especially, you know, I mean, let's face it. If Baldur's Gate wins game of the year, that means that Spider-Man 2 didn't. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of fanboys butthurt by that. There's a lot of uh, um, um, Nintendo fanboys that are already like, oh, you know, it's going to be Zelda. It's going to be. They don't realize that since both of those big games from Nintendo are both in contention for game of the year, there's going to be a split vote. Yep. There's going to be people that'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, really big on this game. And it's actually, you know, if people vote for for Super Mario and not everybody voting for Zelda, it's going to hurt them. Hands down, it's going to hurt them. Because you can only vote once, and you can only vote for one game. can't vote for all Nintendo games for Game of the Year. You can only vote for one. It's going to be very interesting what happens. And if Spider-Man wins, then you might as well just forget it, that everything is completely rigged. And uh, take it out with the bathwater and never watch the show again. Just saying. No, I mean it, it, it's it's look. Spider Man's a good game. It's not Baldur's Gate three good. Uh, again, that game is not for me, folks. I'll be the first one to tell you. But anyone that I've talked to that has fallen in love with that game has amazing things to say about it. Um, Mario Wonders is phenomenal. It, it's honestly, I'm I'm stunned on how even though this 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 franchise is forty years old that they have figured out a way to do a lot of new things that I've never seen done before. Uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is, and again, I, I put a significant amount of time. I'm at one I'm at one of the last bosses before Ganon. Like I put a lot of time into it, and I loved it as much as I loved um, the original. And, uh, you know, so I know a lot of people, like, fight, push back on, oh, boom, but it's really more of like, like a glorified DLC I, I mean, I wouldn't fight you on that, but I think that the building mechanic really does give you, like, a lot of new things to do. Like, some really, like, if you are, like, an, like you have an, an, a good imagination, you could build things that 
you've just never seen in a Zelda game before. So it's it deserves to be there. I'll put it to this way. All the games deserve to be there. The only one that I kind of push back on, and I, and folks, you know me, I'm a diehard Resident Evil fan. I don't know if a remake deserves to be in the game of the year nominee. I am going to say with full with, with full authority that because uh, it, it RE4 got into the game of the year nods, it, it's almost telegraphed that The Last of Us 2 remake uh, is going to get into the game of the year conversation, which I, I just, I don't know, man. If that happens, and I think it's going to happen, I think that you know, if you, you, your wish for the Game Awards ever like actually being legitimately thought upon as non-biased is just is just the doors are just gonna the wheels are gonna fall off. That's what I'm gonna say about that. Uh, first of all, before we get to the last topic of the show, folks, I got to thank first of all Juan in the chat, who's not only become a channel member himself, folks, he has gifted ten. Double Barrel Gaming Memberships. Juan, that is incredibly kind of you, brother, and very generous. Thank you for not only becoming a member, but, of course, allowing others to become members because of your generosity, brother. That is, again, kind and generous, and we appreciate it thoroughly. But I want to move on to the last topic, Fuzzy Belvedere. Um, You know, look, (laughs) one of the things that I thought was almost instant like some people's coffee, was that the minute Microsoft was going to own Call of Duty, it was going to be one of the worst-reviewed Call of Duties in the history of Call of Duty. And like clockwork, it did. Now, I know there's going to be some people in the chat that are going to push back and say, well, boom, you know, it, the single player really didn't hit because they added some Warzone elements. Um, see, here's the thing. Um, I don't play Warzone. In fact, I barely play Call of Duty, even though they made me buy the the, the they didn't make me buy, but my 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 conscience made me buy the Ash Williams skin from Evil Dead. And I played about ten matches, and I'm like, yeah, it's Call of Duty. It's 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 Call of Duty. It doesn't really. But when you talk to someone like a John Wolf, John Wolf is invested in Call of Duty. And that's that's his bag. He's really good at it, and he plays it all the freaking time. And when you, if if you, if you trust places like I don't know Charlie Intel, one of the most premier places on Twitter to get any and all Call of Duty, uh, you know, news, reviews, and opinions. Well, according to Charlie Intel, um, Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare Three's online is the best it's ever been since uh, from Black Ops 3. Now, I don't play Call of Duty, so I can't really attest to that, but that's what they're saying, and I trust Charlie Intel because, well, they're Charlie Intel. Um, So, you know, we started to see some of these these hit pieces, you know, Game Rant being one of them, uh, telling us that Call of Duty is dead and we need to move on, right? We, We, you know... Uh, obviously IGN gave it a four out of 10, um, which is okay. I mean, I hear you. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but it's look, I'm not angry. I could give a flying shit. I don't play call of duty. I played a single player, which I did. And you know something, one of the things that I really, really freaking liked about call of duty, modern warfare threes campaign 
was those stupid orange boxes all over the place. I found every gun in the game. It was a 90 point achievement and it took me three days to do it. Like I was, I had one, one effing tool that I could not find that I actually had to, I am so I'm not going to lie folks. I went to YouTube and I followed a guide. Cause I was like, I I've already given up three days. I can't give up any more time. There's too yeah. much to play. So I got my 90 point achievement and I'm going to be honest with you. Finding, you know, Gatling guns and silent snipers and all this stuff, the different tools that I could use to tackle this this mission were dope. I yeah. loved it. I don't think it's the greatest Call of Duty of all time, but it was I, I spent a significant amount of time playing it. I quite enjoyed it. So with that said, is Call of Duty dead? <sighs> I'm going to put on the tinfoil hat. Yeah, you won't physically see me put it on, but I'm, I'm going to put on the tinfoil hat because I, I think it's hilarious that a lot of these media outlets are somehow putting the blame on Xbox or Microsoft or Call of Duty in general for this whole ordeal. Not once do they mention Jim Ryan, you know, trying to break this deal up, being part of the problem or Sony's interference of this deal being the reason why this game was kind of thrown together. Like, if we're going to be honest with ourselves this game was supposed to be dlc no way fans or buts about it it was already claimed before you know all the pushback from the same yes. camp on on things and then miraculously this became a full game and i joked about it before when we were talking about the abk deal and everybody's like oh it's not going through and we were always like yeah it's going through it's just a matter of time or you know either forcing it over the cma or whatever the case may be but i always used to joke about you know, them making this a full on game is a big F you or middle finger to Sony because this gets them out of that contract a lot earlier where they don't have to provide a full game, um, you know, in 2024. So if we're going to blame anything, yeah, it only was put together in 16 months and all that other stuff. Let's let's not not be coy about it let's put this the the blame where it belongs and sony being the ones where if they had just gone along with this deal all along because it was an inevitability sure it was in their best interest to try to fight it or at least they thought it was but they wound up getting a, a, a lesser deal if we're going to blame anything on this game being less than what was expected blame sony and if, if you're a Sony fan and you think otherwise, then look at how things are going to be moving forward. If if this doesn't get listed as one of those games where, well, it was kind of like a send in game kind of thing. But all these other ones are a lot more polished. You know, it, it, I know people will bring up Redfall and whatnot or Crackdown and stuff, but there are some games that will slip through the cracks. I don't think Call of Duty will ever be one that will slip through the cracks again. This is just a one off because of Sony kind of you know, being in the way of progress for that whole ABK deal. So that all of that aside, if the actual sites or, you know, fan sites or, or new sites that follow Call of Duty, like Charlie Intel, are the ones telling you this is in regards to uh, the player base, one of the better multiplayer versions of Call of Duty. A lot of people are liking certain things, although the, the whole skill base matchmaking is becoming a, a an issue now because some of the content creators are either getting smoked or, or whatever the case may be. So they got to get their fans crying about the skill base matchmaking. But all of that aside, um, if if the ones that normally follow this are saying this is one of the better ones for multiplayer, then I would tend to believe them because they're 
the ones that's in the trenches playing the game more or in with the community, getting the feedback from the community. And like I said, the skill-based matchmaking seems like more of a, a content creator complaint that spills into their fan base, complaining about the same thing. We've seen similar things with Destiny. We've seen similar things with other multiplayer games. We'll see how it pans out. If Call of Duty gets rid of skill-based matchmaking, then I think it will be worse for it in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, people can have Smurf accounts or, or you know, play terribly so they can, you know, clean the floor with the, the lesser players that they, they get matched up with later. But when you're a content creator and let's say now all the sweats are playing this game nonstop because this is a better Call of Duty multiplayer game, then maybe that explains why they're crying. But, uh, you know, conspiracy theories aside, let, let's call, call it how we see it. But um, when it comes to the single player aspect, it's meant to be a shorter experience. Hopefully, you know, Microsoft and Activision moving forward can put more emphasis on the story aspect or the single player aspect, whether that means taking, you know, a year off each year or or, or every other year off or something to that effect. I, I think that might be, you know, what's best in the cards for the future of this. But all things considered, it, it's it's like clockwork. When when Microsoft gets involved in something, it, it's always a bad, bad uh, situation. Like we saw the whole deal with AI and I'm pretty sure there will be, you know, scathing reviews as far as, you know, chat GPT more so than now that Microsoft has uh, the, the CEO formerly from chat GPT or open AI um, now as an employee and a lot of their employees are going over to Microsoft. So AI will be bad again, apparently, even though, Yes, it's gonna be it's gonna be awful because Microsoft now owns the company. Yeah, you'll see you'll see the you'll you see the hit pieces. Yep. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's without fail. Microsoft is always the big bad guy, even though Bill Gates hasn't run that company in what almost two decades now. So it's like well, maybe even three decades if I'm if I'm doing my math right. But uh, you know, he still has that 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 cloud that that carries over Microsoft because of it and stuff like that. But you know, everybody's fine with Apple, even though they haven't really innovated and in, you know since Jobs died. But uh, hey, that's a whole nother story. But you know, all things aside, um, I would I would say it's only a matter of time before they try to nitpick at World of Warcraft as well. Now it's a Microsoft IP. Um, it's only a matter of time. Well, they've already tried to nitpick at Diablo and even though Diablo's on the upswing because they've listened to their community and, you know, course corrected some of the mistakes that they made from their, their, uh, shortly after launch and stuff. But, uh, I'm pretty sure Call of Duty will do the same. And at some point, what game will, will the gaming media go to as far as for a first person shooter that they enjoy? I mean, there's still Apex Legends out there, but it doesn't seem like they're as interested in that. Plus, I guess the numbers show it's not as as much of a, you know, clickbait media kind of uh, topic because there isn't as much attention to it. People aren't searching for Apex Legends as much as Call of Duty. Yeah, they're searching for Apex Legends, but it, it's like a, a 20 to 1 kind of scenario where Call of Duty is that behemoth out there that, you know, every year people are like, hey, what's the latest Call of Duty? Hey, what... What what uh, deals are out there? Is it you know bundled with this console that I you know I haven't bought a next gen console yet? Where is it bundled? And you know Black Friday deals are pretty much started already, so it, it's it's going to fall on deaf ears when it comes to the casuals. Uh, but 
the, the general gaming media about moving on from stuff. It's like, when will they move on from The Last of Us? Like, how many times do you need a remaster to feel good about a game that you've already played less than five years ago? So I, I would think it'd be time to move for Naughty Dog to move on from The Last of Us, but I could be wrong. But, you know, all things aside, it, it's it's to be expected. The gaming media is going to, you know, nitpick everything associated with Microsoft or Xbox and, you know, show how eventually it's going to seem like they're irrelevant when it comes to the fan base still playing that game and, and enjoying it. Like every year there's been a complaint about Call of Duty prior, but they never talked about really moving on it. It was always about, oh, the cancel, you know, slide cancel or, you know. Uh, the, the That's the hot topic now. Apparently, Astanima, uh gets uh, doesn't replenish as it did in the beta because of the mm-hmm. slide. It, it only starts up after you start. Like, gee, like my God, <laughs> J- just say you hate it. Xbox. <laughs> that, that, j- just honestly, instead of faking the funk, folks, instead of trying to do the mysticism like Doctor Strange to erase our memories, just for these entities, just come out and say, you know what? I'm going to throw it to the wind. F Microsoft and Xbox. That's it. That's how I feel. That's how it needs to happen because it, it, hiding behind these falsities and these masks are just, it's just tiresome already. Yeah. It, it, but at, at some point, they're going to have to switch gears and start, you know, praising stuff that people are actually still buying and playing and enjoying. So, I mean, when- and please correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong here. Wasn't. And isn't still Call of Duty number one selling on Xbox, PlayStation, and, and and PC? I think the only well, see, here's the thing that's weird. Call of Duty has already come out, and it was the top selling game for the year. I think when it came out, the only game that's rivaling it right now is another game that got snubbed, which is Hogwarts Legends or yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. But that's because it came on Switch, so. Of course, finally, people that are uh, looking to play it on the go are going to buy it. But right. I think long term, Hogwarts Legacy is the only thing that's going to rival uh, Call of Duty this year in sales. And wow. if if you look at a game that's been crapped on by the gaming media and still outsells something that the gaming media wants to ignore. I don't know. Maybe the gaming media should realize how irrelevant they are if the game that they ignore and the game that they crap on outdo everything else out there on the market. Just I mean, listen, we got we got to call a spade a spade here, folks. The gaming media's agenda is to keep Sony in first place. And you say, well, why is that? What is the loyalty factor? Well, it's money, folks. It's it's money. Uh, we know that Sony heavily invests in these 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 news gaming sites. They're forty plus percent, upwards of forty six percent for IGN, PC Game Mag, for a game a, a GameSpot. That's just that's just the tip of the iceberg, folks. I, I guarantee if someone actually took the time, and it ain't going to be me, that would go in to see exactly how much ad rev is coming in from PlayStation, you will be able to paint a really uh, you know skewed picture of well, no no re- no wonder IGN is trying to keep their thumb. They have their thumb on the scale, folks. So does uh, so so most of these sites. The, the thumb the thumb is on the scale for PlayStation. It's 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 and it's being you know it it's, it won't be like that for Xbox even if they even if they deliver on all three years of bangers even if next year every one of their games 
are a 90 by everyone else. IGN is going to figure out a way. Listen, I've said this before. Mark this on your calendars, folks. When Elder Scrolls 6 releases, whenever the F that's going to be, I am telling you, IGN has already bookmarked a 7. That game is going to get a 7. That thing, that thing may change your life as a person, and it's going to get a 7. From from IGN, I'm I'm sorry. That's just just the, the, I have no faith in the gaming media. They have told us where they where, where their truths lie, and it's not telling you the truth. It's just not. I'm sorry, Dave. Let's get your hot take on this. Is Call of Duty one of the best selling games of the year? Dead? Should we all just walk away and ask for better? I I, I think it's um ludicrous to to say that the game is not going to be good and that it's not good and we all need to step away from it it is clearly meant for people to uh to try and put it in their minds that it's not good and we need to move on and move on and move on and there's a lot of i'm saying it again sorry fanboys that are like you know come on let's all let's all you know let's all get the exclusive for um, the EA game uh, Battlefield, and let's you know build it up, and let's put it you know to 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 take over the 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 Call of Duty thing, and then a lot of them were like you know uh, some of them that were saying that uh, that it's you know it, the the more this was a, a fanboy perspective of of a Sony fanboy person saying the more you buy this game and the more you play it, um, the more you're um, you know feeding the Xbox machine. Exactly, because that's the reason. One of the reasons Microsoft did it. It's uh, it's business, and it makes sense, and that's how you get money to compete to be able to grow games. Jim Ryan said it himself. You know, if if they get Call of Duty, we're going to be in big trouble. And 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 the reason for that is, and he even said that the, a lot of their first party games that they made were based off the budgets that they were able to bring in from being able to to people to buying call of duty on their platform well they're still going to make some money with it on their platform it's just a matter of all the the main revenue doesn't go to activision's coffers because they go right into microsoft's coffers and they can do with that money whatever they want and it's 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 insane to think that this game is not going to be not going to sell good we can already tell it's going to be on fire will another game beat it it is possible but look at the track record for the last couple of years you know call of duty on the playstation has been like number one and like the game before the year before was like number five for last year's total sales on playstation i mean it's it's it, the writing is on the wall, people. That's all there is to it. It's it's the money maker is Microsoft because they're doing better business decisions. And there's like I said, there's a reason why they went after this money, why they spent all this money. It wasn't just because of of you know oh we got to do something. It's it's a smart business move and it's going to pan out. And over the next couple of years, we're really going to see it. And I, I believe that the Call of Duty game itself over the next couple of years as Microsoft figures out how they're going to how they're going to do it to comply with you know making sure that it's 
a good environment and that people that want to work on it really want to work on it, that they're going to have a better product in the long run, even better than they have now in the future. Hopefully by next year, it'll be drastically different to where no matter what the, no matter what the, I guess what I'm saying is, is that no matter what the critics say, it's the people that play it and, and, and what their wallet speaks with. And we know already that they're speaking volumes that they love Call of Duty. Well, this this particular version that was shunned by IGN and who gave it a four, right? Obviously, yep. we know for a fact that it's uh, that people are still playing it. Uh, people are playing it in droves. It has some of the most engagement it, it's had in years. Um, so, look at the end of the day, folks. Don't be sold a, a false bag of goods from these gaming sites. Use them like they use you. You know, if you if you find something interesting, you want to read it, you read it, you click on it. That's all they really care about. But if you see if they they're going for the clickbait, don't even don't even waste your time because these are opinion pieces from people that have an agenda. Mm-hmm. And if you if you, you know, if you don't believe in what they're again, if you don't believe the, the the bag of you know what that they're selling, then don't even bother clicking on it. They're, they're again, they they will they're going to push back as much as they can. And there is going to come a point like people are like, when is Xbox going to get their due? Well, you know what? Honestly, I don't think Xbox really cares whether or not someone says something nice about them as long as they're making money and their investors are happy. And ultimately, they're making money hand over fist. Like I said, in the, in the opening of the show, folks, you got to remember with this ABK deal, right? They have moved shoulder to shoulder with Apple and Google in the mobile space. They have literally moved shoulder to shoulder with what's going to happen on Steam in the PC space. And when you consider the amount of monies that's going to have them leapfrogging over Sony, which has been reported by Jess Corden, again, we'll talk about that tomorrow, they are making money hand over fist. And they're going to leapfrog for the first time ever make more money than PlayStation because of this deal. So yeah, it, 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 the, the, you you're going to see you're going to continue you will continue to see even when they're hitting on all cylinders. These companies, these 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 hacks of uh, of game journalism, if you can even call it that, are going to do their damnedest to keep their thumb on the scale. There is going to come a point where they're just gonna have to. They're gonna be assimilated, like the like the Borg. They're just <laughs> gonna have to. They really are. It's you. You're gonna potentially because of just so many great things happening for the brand that for um for Xbox you may see a resurgence, a reluctant resurgence to the Xbox 360 days. But we will actually only time is gonna tell, ladies and gentlemen. That is going to do it. For this week's um, Xbox Lunch Break Special, of course, I had an amazing time. I want to say a big thank you to all of the Super Chats. And we have two more that popped in here before we get on out. A Drawn TJ drops a $5 Super Chat and says, I hate to break it to you, but there is no skill-based matchmaking because one match I'm winning and the next I'm getting smoked. I mean, they, they have to fix that. That's If that's an actual problem, they got to fix that. Uh, Chris R drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, while I don't think the Xbox should be blamed for Call of Duty, I do think it's important to demand better than what Activision normally puts out moving forward. Oh, a thousand percent, dude. Like, if you are in a camp where you feel that this game is a a sloth 
and it's and, and it was thrown together to basically complete a contract, which Sony kind of forced the envelope to do, like uh, Fuzzy Belvedere said. You have to demand demand better. I don't play Call of Duty. I play for the single player. That's what I play it for. And quite frankly, I really, really enjoyed myself uh, with the with the single player, even though it was had more war zone than it did traditional Call of Duty. But I I liked it. Um, so uh, Buzzy Belvedere, let let's do the outros, and we'll start first with you, sir. Please, as we try to get you to one thousand subscribers on youtube and folks if you believe me if you trust me if you enjoy the work i'm putting down i'm here to tell you that you're going to enjoy the work that is going into fuzzy belvedere's youtube channel and folks i'm telling you please for the love of joe sub this man's channel let's get him to 1k i know you can do it tell everyone for the best place of anything and everything racing and more importantly where could they reach out to you on social media I just want to thank you for having me on. Always awesome being on here with you guys. You and Web Dave always love your guys' uh, opinions and feedback and, and thoughts on things. And just love, you know, this this early Monday, beginning of the week, you know, intro into what's, you know, hot in gaming news. I always love doing this show. So greatly appreciate the opportunity. Uh, thanks to everybody in the chat. Always love interacting with you guys. Uh, yeah, sometimes we can get a little slanderous and stuff, but yeah, it's fun. always in good fun. And uh, always, always love hearing the feedback from those in the chat as well. For those that want to hear my rambles and rants on anything gaming related, just follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. You can also find me on YouTube. Just do a search for fuzzy Belvedere, all one word. And you'll be able to find me. I'm also going to be on FSP later on tonight on Fun Speculations channel at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. And then for Friday, hope to have all of you guys back here for Xbox lunch. Or no, I'm sorry for uh, <laughs> breakfast with Boom. Uh, <laughs> uh, Boom, I'll I'll probably be available for Friday. Um, just awesome. for having family over at the house and then pushing them out the door Thursday night. So Friday will be pretty much relaxed. I've okay. already done my Christmas shopping. That got so. to go. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's, uh, shout out to LAD in the in the chat. It says incredible lunch break special and panel, brother. Thank you so much for the kind words. But yeah, it's awesome, brother. We'll be we'll we'll, we'll uh, like I said, I, I, as we get closer to the end of the week, there's going to be more news breaking. And of course, we are uh, gonna have the have the conversation with uh, Pong Soul and maybe a few others. Maybe we can get Mav or somebody on. Maybe we can get Ice Steel Rain if he's available. We'll put a nice panel together for you folks to kind of hang. And again, it's gonna be a chill stream. I don't know what the. I don't think there's gonna be any real like major breaking news, but we'll we'll figure out something to talk about. There's been so much news, but look forward to you, uh, Fuzzy Beverly, obviously. And uh, you have a good Thanksgiving on Thursday, and we'll see you Friday morning. And Web. Dave, who will not be joining us on Friday because he's going to be spending time with his family, as he should. Web Dave, sell the brand of the Gamers Council podcast, which you had last night. Two amazing guests, both primetime gaming alumni. That's right. Uh, talk about that. And more importantly, where can people check out the best place for anything and everything when it comes to one-on-one -on -one content, sir? Well, thank you so much, Boom. I, I, I appreciate uh, you having me on. Uh, I do. Uh, I'm going to record uh, an episode here in a little while of um, of the one on one show, uh, and that will drop next Monday. And that'll be with K, K Mega. Uh, looking forward to that. He's an interesting cat. Uh, we'll be talking to him, find out more about him. And then, uh, of course, last night's show we had uh, the Mag, and we had uh, the Wandering Dutch, which was which was great. And, uh, and of course, we. 
we got a little salty a little little crazy a little fun and uh and then next uh next sunday's show uh to round out the, the holiday weekend uh, we'll have a special guest uh Hargeet chani and uh, another one to be disclosed at the time we're, we're still working on uh, on their schedule see if they can they can they can work it out so it's gonna it's gonna be good times and and again I can't thank you enough for for all the time I've been on here, and of course, uh, working with Fuzzy is uh, is actually a, a treat. He's he's a, he's a great guy, great opinions, and uh, and 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 I put his in the chat too, uh, guys. If you can, I guess the first go would be five hundred for Fuzzy. We need to get him to five hundred. That should be a no brainer. Everybody in the chat, go to Fuzzy's channel, just subscribe, man. You will not you will not regret it at all it, it is it is awesome man he, especially on racing games and other games as well too he knows his stuff so please let's get him to let's get him to let's get him to 500 and then we'll get him to a k all right i like it yeah thanks goals folks Thanksgiving. thank you brother okay folks well listen again thank you so much for tuning in we had over 650 people here that is amazing we truly appreciate you stopping by to check out hopefully you enjoyed the honest and fair conversation and of course while you're still here folks before you get out the door hit the like button because it does help us in the youtube algorithm whatever the h that is but you know it is wacky and you know what the more people that get to check out double barrel gaming the more that we'll get into these navigate the the algorithm and of course i want to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me hopefully one day folks will be important to you and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids and he would say craig treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice you live by those rules craig i can guarantee you you're gonna have an awesome day so take care everyone and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the xbox lunch break special hey.